Weekend Breakfast with Zane Johnson. In for Sarah Jane Makwala King on Cape Talk. As indicated earlier, um, I uh, alluded to the fact that today, of course, which is the 4th of February, marks World Cancer Day under the theme of uniting our voices and taking action. Now, to celebrate real world progress in its many forms and allow that momentum to fuel the fight for fairness, uh, One Life Insurance and International SOS can speak to this. And uh, there are a number of things that we know, but let's catch up first of all with Dr. Chris Van Straten, Global Health Advisor, uh, Clinical Governance at uh, the International SOS, and also Brina Biggs, uh, Senior Manager at One Life, who joins us on the line right now. Uh, doctor, a very good morning to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Zane, thanks for bringing me on the call. Uh, Doctor, how important is it for us to just have one specific day where we pull the focus and the awareness to cancer? Zane, I think one day is really important and globally it's good to see different companies, different media houses talking about it. But Zane, it needs to be a daily activity. We're educating, changing our habits and keeping each other safe. I can't, I don't think it can be just one day. Mm. Doctor, where, where are we with cancer at the moment, I mean, there's been such um, you know strides made in terms of medical advancement, uh, and and with the treatment of cancer, and that a, a number of people are, are getting more and more aware of the fact that early detection is one of the most important things. Then also the treatment is is one of the most uh, important things, you know, for for us uh, in, in terms of where we are. Uh, where specifically are we in terms of cancer? Because, you know, um, it, it is still a, a very, very uh, serious disease. It still, a, 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 you know, takes people's lives and uh, it, it's, it's a very painful disease. Zane, <clears throat> great question. Uh, and it's a really complex answer. But in short, there's good news and there's some bad news. The bad news is in Africa and South Africa, the numbers are looking not so good. So we've seen uh, almost a doubling in cancer cases over the last 20 years. There was a, a Lancet article from May last year. The WHO has been looking at it. South Africa has been looking at it. And particular kinds of cancers especially linked to lifestyle. And things uh, in lifestyle is smoking. I used to smoke for many years before I studied medicine. And then I realized, hang on, this is not such a good idea when I started studying medicine, so I managed to quit, but it took many tries and many years before I finally quit. So it is, in one hand, we, we're not doing so great, but on the other hand, as you said, what's really, really important is focus on early detection. If you can pick up most cancers early, you get them early, you've got a good chance of cure or long-term survival. If you don't pick it up early, it's not so good. The other thing I really want to emphasize, Zane, is some cancers are really preventable with vaccines. The human papillomavirus causes cervical cancer, one of the leading causes of cancer deaths in women in Africa. And there's a very effective vaccine that can prevent that. So the focus there must be on the education, the vaccination, and early detection. And we can all play a role in that. Thanks, Zane. Chatting to Dr. Chris Van Staten this morning, and it's World Cancer Day on the the 4th of February, and it marks World Cancer Day under the theme of uniting our voices and and taking action. Um, Doctor, very often, 
the easy thing for for companies to do and employers to do is to create a smoking area and tell people, you know, go and stand there and smoke 20 meters away from the door or go into this balcony and, and smoke. Don't you think that companies should actually change that approach and say, let's create an awareness of how we can create a, a non-smoking environment or a non-smoking culture in the company? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a tough topic, but I think that's exactly right. As an ex-smoker myself, I used to love smoking before I understood the risks to myself and not just me, other people. And the cancers that are linked with smoking, it's your uh, mouth cancers, your throat cancers, your colon cancers, all those cancers are linked to smoking. So, And it's expensive, and it, it really is not a great habit. So a smoke-free environment, I think, is the way to go. I think we must still be uh, accommodate people who still do smoke, but there's so much support that can be given. And it took time. I didn't just quit overnight. I needed support, but it can be done. And I think it's what we should aim for. Good question, Zane. Chatting to Dr. Chris van Straten, I uh, quit smoking about 20 years ago, I think it was. Uh, and it was just the fact that it was the fast and, uh, you know, you don't smoke during the fast and what's the use of having one cigarette per night? And I said, if I can do that, then I can actually just quit smoking. So if you've quitted smoking, if you've given up smoking and what was the challenge in giving up smoking, I'd love to hear from you on 0214460567 and on the WhatsApp line on 0725671567. It's World Cancer Day, Saturday, 4th of February, and it's under the theme of uniting our voices and taking Taking action. Brina Briggs is the senior manager at One Life Insurance. Uh, Brina, very good morning to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Thank you, Zane, and thank you, Dr. Pastraton. Mm. Good we, to be here. We're not, we're not actually only chatting uh, about smoking as, um, you know, as a contributing factor to, uh, to, to cancer. We're also talking uh, about breast cancer. We're also talking about cervical cancer, which is 3.5 and 4.1 of the account that sort of, uh, you know, accounts for the, that particular health risk. Um, at, at One Life Insurance, how are you sort of innovating products or how are you, uh, you know, looking at this in, in a general sense? So then from our side, I mean, uh, I want to start with, I, I looked at some research. If you look at what the FSCA um, put out for our 2020 baseline survey on financial literacy, I think the big concern is in, te- in the decade, so 2012 to 2020, um, knowledge of our different types of insurance fund across all nine categories by an average of 7%. So I think what we, we're really struggling with here is financial literacy um, in South Africa. So we need to educate. I mean, it's a passion point of mine. It's a passion point of our company. Um, we, we have a CSI around it. Um, and I think that's where we need to start. Um, because if you're forearmed and you're forewarned, you understand kind of the importance of having the right cover in the right place to help you and your family should you know should you be diagnosed with, with a dreaded disease. Um, and as you mentioned, I mean, it, it, it is a high percentage. I mean, South African women and South African men, it's, we've got leading cancers, um, you know, uh, prevalent in, 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 uh, in South Africa. And it is exactly as Dr. Von Straden said around 
um, lifestyle risks, um, and and the, these are all the things we need to just consider when we when we talk when we talk cancer mm. and the prevention thereof. Well, recently, One Life's insights show that roughly about seventy-two percent of women, uh, you know, hadn't gone for screening in twenty twenty-one due to the stigma associated with breast cancer uh, and sort of uh, financial concerns. Now, I know that there's been, in you know, COVID has done a lot of things, and there was the height of COVID, and we've forgotten actually about uh, things like cancer during the COVID period. We've also forgotten about uh, about things like HIV and stuff like that. How how are we picking that up, Brianna? I think what we've seen in markets and we look at our, I mean, our peers in the industry. So I don't know if you've noticed the claim stats. So people are coming in at stage four claims. So it's been a big rise in, in dread disease and even disability. Um, so it's it's a big concern. Um, so having things like World Cancer Day, where we, we put in the focus and uniting that voice, we need to get um, men and women of South Africa to go and get their screenings done. Um, because, um, as you mentioned, if you catch it in, in stage one and early stages, um, I think then, you know, you are in a better, better position for your, for your family and for yourself to, to, to overcome it. So where we are, I think we are, I mean, we are drumming the, the beat of um, go get it done. I mean, cancer itself offers free screenings in, in the lower, lower um, income communities. And, and um, if you've got medical aid, you've got those, I mean, you've got access to, to pap smears, to, you know, your, your, your annual um, health checks. And then it's important to take the time to invest in yourself um, to make sure that you, you're not caught unawares further down the line. Chatting this morning on World Cancer Day to Brina Briggs, who's the Senior Manager at One Life Insurance and our medical doctor on this particular topic is Dr. Chris von Straten this morning. Uh, doctor, how, how do we reach? Because the difficult thing for us is, fine, we live in the metropole, so we have access to the Danoon Clinic, the Mitchell's Plain Hospital. We have access to all the, the beautiful, uh, you know, private hospitals on medical aid. But how do we reach out to other areas where it's become a bit difficult, and especially the rural areas? How do we reach out in terms of, uh, you know, early detection, early awareness, and also the education around it? That's a really great question, a very tough question. There are multiple government and NGO agencies involved in that. Uh, Also, the WHO is really gearing up for Africa, South Africa and Africa to look at how do we address this. So step one is is what we said earlier. It's what you're doing. It's what Brenda's doing. We're educating, communicating. We've got to keep doing that. Step one. Step two is that screening, if you can detect cancer early, almost all the cancers, if you get them early before it's spread, you really can save a life and give someone 5, 10, 20 years uh, from the time of diagnosis. If you get it late, it's hard. So in the rural communities, there is a drive with the different NGOs, with the WHO. Telemedicine becomes part of that education using radio, using telephone, using Zoom and those platforms to educate. But the basic testing, like the pap smear that Brenda mentioned, that needs to be in a clinic, uh, mostly government-driven, but there are private cities that are doing that. But we need to continue that, and we need to build uh, on what we're doing to make it really reach the the rural and and poorly supported areas. Thanks, Zane. That's Dr. Chris von Straten, a medical doctor, and uh, chatting to us about early detection and how to, to reach out and senior manager at One Life Insurance, chatting to us uh, also uh, about cancer and the fact that it's World Cancer Day today. Um, 
Brina, how do how do we you know treatment of cancer is a very expensive thing, and and, and uh, I've known people who have had medical aid, and you know it actually runs out during September, October, and then they've got to wait for the new medical aid to kick in in January. So, um, how do we get around that, and what is it that sort of creates the cost that is so expensive? And then it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it is expensive to to treat cancer, which is I think why we're just harping on about you know catch it early, trust your gut. Um, but I think if you're looking down the line, and let's just say you're in that position, um, you really again just need to have the right cover. So your medical aid is not going to cover it all. I mean, it's only it's only one part of your financial plan. Um, you need to look at medical aid. Um, I'm always a, a, a proponent or a person that really goes for gap cover. Um, you can cover a little bit of a shortfall there. Um, but at the end of the day, because it's so expensive. There are limits um, that, that are placed on those, those medical aid policies. Um, what you could supplement with in your financial plan, again, is look at your dread disease cover. Um, because based on the stage of cancer, you're going to get paid out a portion or a lump sum of cash to help you pay your medical bills, um, adjust your home, you know, get the nurse. Because a lot of the stuff that you need, that, that, that aftercare support, you're going to have to rely on a family member unless you have the funds or the means to, to support and get a nurse in that, that is really what you need, depending obviously on the stage and the type of cancer. Um, so really, I, uh, it's, it's, uh, when we look at even our stats, our one-line stats, only 21% of our clients in the men, uh, of men have dread disease cover and only 36% in, of, of our female um, clients have dread disease cover. So we've still got a long way to go to, to educate and to, to get that cover. Um, uh, and it's really important. It was definitely one of the first of five my financial plans with my life insurance. Um, to make sure that I, that I've got that cover should should anything happen to me, so yeah. I, I really would would uh, if I could speak out and unite that voice. It's early detection, and you know, make sure you're considering your financial plan. And um, and if you don't understand it, you know, speak to a financial advisor or you know, go go Google it. And there's a lot on financial literacy. Um, in you know, at, at your fingertips if if you spend some time uh, looking looking for that information. Mm. I always say, Brina, chatting to your financial advisor is an ongoing conversation at yeah. different stages of your life. And and like you would chat to your bank manager or chat to your doctor or chat to your pastor or your priest, this is an ongoing conversation that you need to have with your financial planner or with your financial company because at different stages of your life, different things happen. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, it's important to have that conversation and not to, to realize – oh, I don't have this cover or I'm not covered for this and all of a sudden you have a setback. That's Brina Briggs chatting to us this morning. Uh, she is the Senior Manager at One Life Insurance. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, doctor, what is the best advice we give people? <laughs> Live a healthy life. So by the way, I just want to touch on what Brenda said. The very first thing I bought when I got my first paycheck was the best medical insurance I could get. Uh, and I don't regret that 20 years later. So we need to keep up this drive on education. We need to keep, I can't just be a day on cancer and a day on health, a day on literacy. And as Brenda said so very clearly and accurately, um, financial literacy, it all becomes part of it. So one, healthy lifestyle, what you eat is important. We've got to keep exercising, reducing uh, using tobacco, alcohol, and screening, screening, screening. Please, if there's any lumps or bumps that feel odd or changes in skin, especially if you're getting sun exposed, go get early screening. The sooner you pick it up, 
the better your outcome will be and less impact on you and your family. Dr. Chris, so much, Dr. Chris Van Straten, thank you so much for your time this morning.